If you're like most people I talk to, you've been thinking about your so-called ideal weight since like fifth grade. Your doctor is telling you one thing. Your insurance company might be telling you something different. There are different government charts, scientific theories about what an ideal weight is for someone your height. The magazines and TV advertisements show you Photoshop models who are impossibly thin. Man, that is the truth. You can't believe what you see online. There's this thing called Facetune, and it actually changes your face, and same thing with bodies. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. Hello. For those of you guys watching on YouTube, I am rocking. I'm rocking the berry on my face in the berry colored dress. I'm loving this berry makeup palette from Juvia's Place. I know, I know. It has nothing to do with weight loss, but, and my hair is so funny. I've got the purple and the pink, and then I've got a streak of blue through my hair. How cool is that? Every time I walk in to get my hair done, uh, Mallory says, what are we doing today? And I was like, well, what are my options? <laughs> well, like, do I have options of things I can do without damaging my hair? Like, let's talk about it. It's always so funny. Uh, you never know what you're going to get. My poor husband has uh, just learned that when I come walking down the stairs, like, you don't know what I'm going to look like. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we are talking about your goal weight. And very few subjects actually yield a visceral reaction like talking about goal weight. This is the biggest, one of the biggest questions when it comes to like, you know, people Google this and, and the biggest questions with code red is, well, I don't know what my goal weight should be. What should my goal weight be? And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that while I'm writing custom programs, I do not reveal the person's name of the paperwork, but I might show different parts of the paperwork and I zoom in really close so you can't see anything else except exactly what I'm talking about. But I might show the goal weight or some part of the paperwork that people think. And it's so funny because I'll say, all right, so, and I'll, I'll show this on Instagram stories. I'll say this person is, you know, five foot two and wants to be 160 for a goal weight. And that is absolutely way too high. And people always write me. They reply to that story, which comes into my DMs. That stands for a direct message for those of you guys who are tech challenged. And they say, well, what should somebody five foot two be? And I always answer the same way. This is what I do for people for custom programs. This is part of what I figure out for people. And then they want to say, well, how do you figure that? How do you, what is your formula? Yeah, well, what is my formula? If my formula is what's keeping the lights on in this place and keeping 50 people Employed at Code Red. No, I'm not going to give away my proprietary formula. Look, I've been in this industry 26, 27 years. I have had over 44,000 people at the time I'm recording this. Over 44,000 people come through my program. I know what works and I know what doesn't. And I can say pretty much, they say, you shouldn't say the word always and never. I'm going to say I pretty much always hit the mark when it comes to figuring out people's goal weight. 
I've never missed it. I mean, if I have, if I missed a goal weight, I would love for somebody to show me where I missed the goal weight. And it's funny because when I come up with goal weight for people, like they freak the F out. They do. They do not. Like they freak out. And they say, oh, I just can't believe this. Like, look, and oh, people want to argue with me. Oh, you don't get to argue with me on goal weight. Now, you don't get to argue with me. Like what I say goes and you don't get out of the rules. Like, yeah, that's fine. Like, if you don't want to hit goal weight, if you just want to, if your goal weight, if I got your goal weight set at 135 for you, and you just decide that you just don't want to go to, you want to stop at 155, you want to stop 20 pounds above goal weight, that's absolutely okay. You have every right. This is a free country. You have every right to do that. But you're not going to be a leader or a coach with me. You're not going to work for Code Red. You're not going to be allowed into the maintenance group. Because that's not maintenance. 20 pounds overweight is still is not okay. It might be fine with you. You might be like, listen, I'm happy here. I'm fine being a little bit overweight, but I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna lose any more weight. And I've had people do that. Like, I'm just gonna stop right here. They get sick of losing weight. They don't wanna, they just don't wanna. And I've already done a podcast called Shopping Short of Your Goal. And you can go listen to that. And I have different feelings about that. And you have every right to do that. But if you, if you come to me and you say, listen, Christy, I'm five foot two and I'm 160. I want to stop here as my goal weight. I don't want to go all the way down to the goal weight that you put for me in my custom program paperwork. I'll say, okay, you submit pictures to me in your brawn panties or your two-piece swimsuit. And you prove to me that you're not still overweight. You proved to me I want to see striations. I want to see beautiful separations through the head of the deltoid. I want to see abs. I want to see that you are not overweight still. And if you can prove that to me through pictures, then I'll change your goal weight. Of course, nobody ever has. Nobody ever has because I'm always right about this. Christy, you're being awfully arrogant. Ah, I know my job. I know what I do well. I know what I bring to the table. And figuring out people's goal weight is something. This is my jam, you guys. This is what I do. And nobody getting weight off people better than me. And I know where you need to be for goal weight. Now, I will tell you that a couple of times we have had people, well, five pounds or under from goal, and I have adjusted their goal. A lot of times, people tend to go a little below goal weight to get themselves a little bit of a buffer. So they can have a cupcake at their five-year-old granddaughter's birthday party. Their weight goes up. Remember, going the weight going up is not the problem. It's us getting it back down quickly. That's what we focus on. We don't focus on it going up. We focus on it getting, a, getting it back down quickly. That's part of what we'll teach you in maintenance. So goal weight is a very sensitive subject for people. People get really very, very sensitive. And it's so funny. I wish I had. In fact, I would have been more prepared. I am prepared here with a few things to show you. But if I would have been more prepared, I would have had like a whole lineup of things that I've read over the past five years of writing people's custom programs, you know, six, seven years of doing this, all the things they've said, oh, I'm a big bone girl. Like someone will be like you know, five foot two and one, they want to be 160 for their goal, which is still majorly overweight, majorly overweight. I'm not going to tell you where I would put them at because everybody's different, but they'll say, well, I'm a big bone girl. One girl said one time, listen, I'm Hispanic and we are just thicker women. One girl said, uh, I'm carrying a lot of muscle on me, and this is just where I need to be. 
Um, but when you asked her about her exercise routine, she hasn't exercised in five years. She hasn't worked out. How is she carrying a lot of muscle? She ain't never lifted no weights in five years. Oh, that's not how it works. Um, it's amazing what people come up with. Um, I don't want to be too skinny. My husband doesn't want me too skinny. Uh, I, one time I got down to X weight and I was way too thin and emaciated. And so I'm afraid. And all those are legit. Like, yes, husbands do say that to their wives. Yes. They reached a weight one time and they did it the wrong way, like through HCG shots or something. And they probably looked emaciated and gaunt. I understand. Like these are things that these people really believe. This is not just something that people are just making up. They truly believe what they're saying. They believe what they're writing. They really think that that will be too thin for them, that anything below 160 is going to be too thin for five foot two. Well, I'm here to tell you it's not. Uh, I don't know any, even bodybuilders. I don't even know a five foot two bodybuilder that can get away with 160. And no, muscle does not weigh more than fat. For the love of Pete, I do not ever want to hear you say that. Weight is weight, no matter what, if you're talking about a pound of bricks or a pound of feathers. Muscle and fat weigh the same. So for you to say muscle weighs more than fat, that is absolutely 100% not true. Muscle doesn't weigh more than fat. What you're trying to say, but you're saying it wrong, is muscle takes up less room than fat. That's what you're trying to say. But it, weight is weight is weight is weight is weight is weight no matter what it is. You need to remember that. But somebody who's compact and they're, they're solid, they're going to look smaller but with the same actual weight on the scale as, other, as, as somebody else. So you need to get that wording right. Get that through your head. Muscle and fat weigh the same but muscle takes up less room than fat. All right. We all understand that. Okay. Yeah. So of course I want you to be a solid muscle. I mean, you ever see those, you ever see those bodybuilding chicks? Like you ever see those powerlifting chicks, 106 pounds, and they're doing like an overhead snatch of like 225 or something like it's incredible because they're solid muscle and they, they're pound for pound. They're so strong. I have, I just got my body fat tested in uh, February of 2021. I'm not happy about it even though I'm in the top 1% of all women in the United States. My body fat was 25%, right on the nose. And uh, this meant that I had, uh, I have 40 pounds of fat on me and 118 pounds of muscle. And the exercise physiologist that was testing my body fat said, wow, like he went nuts. Christy, this is amazing. This is so amazing. 118 pounds of muscle. That's incredible. Oh my gosh. Blah, 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 blah. It is incredible. I mean, there are very few women on this earth that can carry 118 pounds of muscle. It's just not something. And I haven't lifted weights at all in, in a year. I just don't. I had gotten off my weightlifting routine and I just, I'm sporadic at it. I do a lot of running with Annabelle and I don't do a whole lot. I, you know, at the time I'm recording this, I've got to get back into it. I got to get recommitted to it. Come on, Christy. Cause that is a very, very healthy for all of us. As far as, as we're aging, I'm getting ready to turn 45 on April 5th. And as we age, we need to make sure that we are, uh, once you reach, reach goal weight, we talk about this in our maintenance program, everybody lifts weights. It's a great way to fight bone density loss. It's a great way to keep yourself healthy and strong while you age. But I have 40 pounds of fat on me. Where was I going with this? Just to tell you guys that? Yeah, oh yeah. So the exercise physiologist said, realistically, Christy, the most you could gain in muscle would be eight pounds more. 
if you ever wanted to, but you have plenty of muscle on you. People always think, what I've noticed, people always think they have more muscle than what they do. People don't realize how much fat, body fat they're carrying. They think that they're just thicker, like I'm big boned, I'm just a thicker girl. Yeah, we're all shaped differently, but big boned, that your bone structure is not really, I mean, there are people that are thin framed or large framed, but big boned, I think we got the wrong idea when it comes to like, big. oh, you're big boned. And we blame everything on, well, I'm big boned. Well, no. Like, listen, you know, I, and I said that about myself when I was a fat cyclist before I discovered and developed Code Red. I said this about myself. Oh, you're just a thick girl. Like, you're just big bone. I was fat. I was 20 pounds overweight. I was fat. There was no way to deny that. I was fat. And even at 158 pounds, I'm overweight. I need to be 150 to 154. That's when I need to be. So, yeah. I mean, being honest with yourself. But a lot of people aren't honest with themselves. So when you're determining goal weight, it is so difficult. Who do you believe? Where do you, if you Google, and I have, a, I have my, my computer open here, and I, my other computer, and I'm, uh, I'm looking at different um, websites. I just Googled how to find your goal weight. And I'm sure now that I've pulled up all these different websites, I'm going to start getting ads for weight loss and stuff, which is funny. Actually, that's good to see my competition. Here's the Weight Watchers. This is how Weight Watchers determines your... I mean, no wonder people are confused. Look at this. So uh, they say, what you need to do first is you need to determine your frame size. Are you five for thin, six for average, or seven for large? So they give us three body types. For seven and a half billion people on this planet, I guess we fall into three different body types. Yeah, I guess. Multiply the number of inches tall you are over five feet by your frame size. Add this calculation to 100 to determine your approximate goal weight. For example, a 5'8 person with the average frame will multiply 8 by 6 and then add 100 for an approximate goal weight of 148 pounds. So I did this for myself. I used Weight Watchers calculation for a goal weight. And their goal weight for me would be 142. The lightest I ever weighed that I remember in my adult life was 145. And that was back in 2005 when I was moving to New York City from Augusta, Georgia. And I was incredibly stressed. Uh, I sold my Lexus. I <laughs> I didn't even have the title. Oh my gosh, you guys, I sold it to a shady. Oh my gosh, I told, sold it to a shady like uh, gangster guy who didn't care that I didn't have the title. I'm sure, I don't know what he did with it. He just gave me cash for it. He gave me like five grand cash. <laughs> and I packed up with just a, my clothes and a few items that I could fit in the back of a rental car. And I drove from Augusta, Georgia to New York City to take a job at the Trinity Boxing Club in the Man in financial district of Manhattan. I slept on the gym laundry room floor because there was no, I didn't have a place to stay until I could try to get into a place to stay. And I was so incredibly stressed. Um, the first night I got a hotel room and it was at one of the hotels downtown, in the financial district, downtown New York, Manhattan. And it was like $280 for that night. Well, that was a lot of money for me. And I was like, well, I can't do this again. That's just going to suck up all my money. So I ended up sleeping on the laundry room floor among the pile of dirty towels. I just spread a clean sheet over that pile and I slept there for like a week. Then I got, I, you know, a couch. I got a, um, I slept on my friend Adam's couch for a week. And then I finally was able to get into an apartment 
And that was the most stressed I'd ever been. I was absolutely going completely into the unknown, never been to New York City before, didn't know what I was doing, going, didn't know anybody at all. Just went on, uh, you know, after the owner, Martin, saw my MTV show, offered me a job to train celebrities at his boxing gym, took that job. And um, absolutely did, was so incredibly stressed that I, my weight kept dropping and dropping and dropping and dropping. I was down to 145 pounds, where my fighting weight was 154. So I'm quite a bit, you know, I'm nine pounds down from fighting weight. And I was just hardly eating anything. So that's the lowest. So for Weight Watchers to tell me I need to be 142 pounds, yeah, uh, <laughs> the best I ever felt was between 151 and 154. And I got that, I got down that low when I was training with Chris Gethin and getting super shredded for that photo shoot in the summer of 2020. If you guys remember the Carol Baskin bikini. But I don't generally stay down that low. That's pretty hard for me to stay down that low. So... To get to 142, I mean, I would just, I'd want to blow my brains out. I wouldn't know what to, I wouldn't know what to do. Let me look over here. So over here, another website called the Ideal Weight Calculator wants me between 118 and 159, but ideally 144. And they have between 144 and 145. Like they're, they're not even giving, they're giving me four different weight ranges and they all are between 144 and 145. But then they say anywhere between 118 and 159. My Lord, that's huge. That's a little big, that's a big wide range. Like what? You know, what, what, where am I supposed to, that doesn't really give me a, a like doesn't give me much of a narrow down, but then it says, but 144 to 145. Okay. Well, I was really very, very stressed and sick when I was 145. So that, that's pretty hard for me to, you know, okay. Well, what about this? This is, um, here's another website and I'm not telling you, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put these websites on blast here. This is just what, this is their way of, you know, I did this other website where I put in my current age, my current height, my current activity level, my current weight and the weight that I should be. And it told me you can reach this weight in 16 days. If you reduce the number of calories you take in by 1,820. Well, I don't even eat 1,820 calories a day. And it says you need to do moderate to vigorous intensity workouts for 111 minutes a day. I mean, can you imagine how discouraging this would be if I was anybody but me looking at this and not knowing the truth? I would be so discouraged if I saw this. Here, I'm looking at a doctor's office weight chart. I Googled doctor's office weight chart. And it says here, for my height, I am in the obese range for the BMI. Body mass index, doctor's office weight chart. I'm in the obese range. So ideal weight for me would be anywhere from 120 to 139 for my age and my height. So let's talk about BMI. I went back and forth about this. Um, yeah, according to the BMI, I am, oh, I am overweight. I'm 25. That's my BMI, 25, and I'm overweight. Um let me go to where I pulled up BMI. Okay, the BMI is a calculation. of It's just a division between your height and weight. That's all it is. And I understand why they originally came up with, you know, you got, you got seven and a half billion people on this planet and you're trying to come up with some sort of universal way to try to determine in, in an easy, kind of an easy, quick way to try to determine if they're overweight, obese, or quote unquote normal. So here I have six pack abs I have no metabolic markers of poor health. 
so remember the five metabolic markers of health, blood pressure under 120 over 80, waist circumference under 33 inches for a female, 40 inches for a male, fasting glucose under 100, A1C under 5.7, and triglycerides under 150. So all my metabolic markers are passing with flying colors. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I get a full night's sleep every night. Like I'm looking at my entire health profile and I'm, I'm probably the healthiest person you'll ever meet. And yet my BMI says I'm overweight. So I'm going to pay more on insurance policies. I'm not going to be allowed in the military because the BMI chart does not weigh muscle. It does not determine how much muscle you have. So you got someone who's super fit, like a CrossFit athlete. You got a 22-year-old guy that wants to join the Marine Corps and be, you know, Marine Force Recon, and he's been busting his butt, or he just wants to be a regular Marine, didn't have to be Force Recon, he just wants to join the Marine Corps. And he's, in the BMI chart, is telling the recruiters that he needs to lose weight. And he's shredded, but he just happens to have a lot of muscle. He's going to get penalized for that. That's where I have a problem with the BMI chart. But for the average person that doesn't have a lot of muscle, it's probably a fairly accurate way to determine the average person. But it is outdated. It is somewhat archaic. Um, the military also uses tape measure. You know, they, you, they want to make sure that your stomach, I mean, and really your stomach shouldn't be over 40 inches for a man or over 33 inches for a woman. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. But the BMI chart, according to the BMI chart, I am overweight. And you can imagine how that might make someone feel if you look at the BMI chart. And I get that a lot with people who are filling out their custom program paperwork. And they are saying, well, how, what, and I always ask them, where, where do you think your goal weight should be? Because I really want to know where their mind's at. I really want to know what they're thinking. And they have a, an ability. It's not just, a, you just don't just put in a number. You actually can explain. You can type out a full answer if you want. You can, I give people plenty of room to type out an answer. And it's amazing what people say. They always bring up BMI because we're conditioned to believe that that is the standard. That is the gold standard. Got to get under that BMI. And it is okay. It's just not the most accurate, but think about, well, what is the most accurate? Yeah. That's kind of the big question here. What's the most accurate? And people don't know where to turn. They don't know who to listen to. Look, I've got pulled open one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven websites. Just right before I started this video, you got the CDC government, the CDC uh, talking about body mass index. You've got Weight Watchers, a big company when it comes to weight loss. You got military standards right here. I mean, I have a lot of doctor's office standards, doctor's office, doctors, the traditional medical paradigm. They don't, they, medical school does not teach doctors about weight loss. In medical school, doctors receive less than 15 hours of nutrition training, and that is usually taught in like the, the old school food pyramid or the MyPlate, which still isn't accurate and not backed by science data or research. It's backed by industry, backed by money, just like a lot of things. So the doctors are not taught correctly when it comes to weight loss and nutrition. So we got a bunch of doctors coming out of medical school that are not trained in the correct diet, data science and research when it comes to helping their patients lose weight and determine an, an ideal weight. They're going to look on that chart as well. And I don't know about you, but my husband, like, I mean, whatever his doctors say, it's gold. It's absolute gold. He, he thinks that that man walks on water. The nephrologist, his primary 
If it says MD, Miles is absolutely, even though I can show him the data and the science and the research that goes against what his doctor might have just said, he doesn't care. And I'm like, show your doctor this. I mean, Dr. Barry, Ken Barry, a medical doctor, wrote a book called Lies My Doctor Told Me. I'm telling you, this is not something that is accurately taught in medical school. This is not correct. I am all for medical doctors. I am, look, if I fall off my, my bike and I break a leg, take me to the emergency room. Take me to an orthopedic surgeon. Don't take me to a naturopath. But when it comes to weight loss and nutrition and treating chronic diseases, traditional medical doctors are not getting it right. And it's not their fault. They're just taught wrong in medical school. And they're being fed lies from pharmaceutical industries. So who do you believe? Who do you believe? There's so much information. I mean, I've got eight websites open up here. I mean, one of them is a website showing me different decorative plants I could put outside my front porch door. Okay, I do know that that was one of them. And, and um, I'm this close to choosing some decorative plants. But who do you believe? Now, in my Code Red Evolution book, I talk about finding your ideal body weight. If you turn to page 129, I've got my book here in front of me. In the, um, the section called, what should your goal weight be? If you're like most people I talk to, you've been thinking about your so-called ideal weight since like fifth grade. Your doctor is telling you one thing. Your insurance company might be telling you something different. There are different government charts, scientific theories about what an ideal weight is for someone your height. The magazines and TV advertisements show you Photoshop models who are impossibly thin. Man, that is the truth. You can't believe what you see online. There's this thing called Facetune. I just learned about this like two weeks ago, and it actually changes your face. You could, oh my gosh. And same thing with bodies. Who knows how much those chicks actually weigh or what their thighs actually look like. There's so much conflicting information out there. How are you supposed to know what the heck your goal weight should be? One thing I've noticed is when I ask clients what weight they think they should be shooting for, it's almost... 20 to 30 pounds higher than what I know they can achieve. They pick a weight that they know they can reach because they did it 10 years ago when they did Weight Watchers or they went to Jazzercise twice a day. They pick something that they think is realistic for them. If someone is five foot six and they should be around 145, they'll say, okay, 175 sounds good to me. And I have to tell them, no, you can do better than that. I can't tell you how many times people put a goal weight for themselves that they think they can achieve. Carrie talks about this, my sister Carrie, that when she was 260 pounds, if you asked her what her goal weight should be at five foot seven, she would have told you 190 because that's the only thing she could actually visualize herself being. That's why I show you guys before and after pictures every single day for the past five years on social media because people... If you see it, you can be it. And people can see other people who had a starting body shape that was like theirs and can see what they are now, 76 pounds lighter, 92 pounds lighter, 41 pounds lighter. And then they can say, hey, wait a minute, this lady did it. And we're about shaped the same here. And we're kind of look like we're about the same age. And we're both females. Like, and she, And it says here in this article that she had three kids. I have three kids. I'm shaped the same way. Maybe I can do it too. People don't believe what they hear. They believe what they see. So me showing you how other people have made progress, that helps you believe. 
But people don't believe that a lot of times when they fill out their custom program paperwork. And by the way, if you're interested in custom program, you can get it at any time. I sell them for $9.97 on my website. It's a fully customized nutrition program for you, completely personalized just for you. $9.97. You might think that sounds steep, but not for what you get for it. Very, very, very well worth the money. No, you can check that out. I'll link that up below. So people always choose a goal weight that's way too high for them. And they'll say, I can't even, I can barely even write this weight down. Now, sometimes someone hits the right goal weight. Sometimes they choose exactly what I would have chosen for them. Sometimes they do. But most of the time, nine out of 10 times, eight out of 10 times, they don't. I'm going to keep going with my book here. This, this section is really good. In the beginning, it's hard to believe when I tell them that they can get down to where they were in high school. Some people have been overweight for so long, they don't even remember what a healthy weight was. I get that. I mean, it's okay. Just realize that you can set for now goals. If you're 250, set a for now goal of 225 or 199. Then you can set another goal and another. And as many as you need to until you get down to that number, you can naturally maintain without a lot of struggle. Now, when I say a lot of struggle, you need to remember that nobody gets out of the rules. You got to remember that you ain't never going back to your old ways. And when I say not a lot of struggle, that means you still have to adhere to the top three rules of maintaining your weight loss. Always stay on the scale every morning, always drink the full amount of water every day, and never, never, never allow sugar to come in your house or stay in your house. Those are the top three biggest rules to maintaining your weight loss. You've got to adhere to the rules. You can't hit a goal if you don't know what it is. So before you go, we go into the rules, I want to help you get a really clear number on what you want to hit during the weight loss phase of this lifestyle. I've discovered something over the course of supervising. Oh, look at this. In my book, it says over 700 programs. Now it's been over 43,000. That's so funny because this was written back in 2017. Uh, there's no magic formula for what your weight should be. And you know what else? Your body intuitively knows where it wants to be. It knows your number. It might just shock the hell out of you <laughs> when you figure out what it is. So what we'd like to say, and I'm not going to read uh, the rest of this. Let me just paraphrase it here for you. This is what, and you can go on to read page 130, 131. I go on to say 132. Like I've got four full pages on goal weight here. When you are doing this on your own, when you're choosing to not do a custom program and you're going to choose a goal weight for yourself. Remember a time where you felt really good. I don't care what, I don't care what was going on. Just remember a time where you felt good in your skin, where you felt good about yourself, where you had confidence, where your clothes fit good. That's what you should shoot for. Don't overthink it. Remember a time where you felt good. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself because your mind plays tricks on you. If you felt really good at 135 and you're sitting at 150 right now, your mind will start playing tricks on you. Your mind will start telling you, oh, hey, this is good enough. And of course, I'm going to refer back to that podcast I did called Stopping Short of Your Goal. Don't do that. Your mind will play tricks on you. Your mind will try to talk you into this is good enough. Stay right here. And then you'll try to act like, well, I'm stalled. Like I can't get below 150. Bull crap, you're sneaking Hershey's Kisses off your coworker's desk. You're putting crap in your mouth that doesn't belong there. You're having two glasses of wine a night. That's the reason your weight loss is not continuing. Not because you're stalled or plateaued. Don't talk. If you're going to do it, let's do it. 
Don't stop at 150 and then act like it's not your fault. No, it is your fault. It is. You're causing this. You're causing this. So don't act like, well, I'm just plateaued right here. No, that's not how this game is played. No, 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 no. You can absolutely do this. If 135 is where you felt the best at, then that's what your goal should be. Now, if you get to 135 and you still look at yourself in the mirror and you're not happy, okay, we'll adjust from there. But that's how you find your goal weight when you're not doing a custom program, when you're doing this on your own. Don't say to yourself, I'm going to get to 175 because I know I can hit that. That's realistic for me. Don't do that. Think back long and hard. When did I feel really good about myself? That's the goal weight you should be. We can fine tune it later on. If you decide to get a custom program, I am going to fine tune it for you. I mean, I'm going to give you your full money's worth here. I'm going to give you the full 997. We're going to, I'm going to write a full customized program for you. I'm going to tell you not what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to get you that. I'm going to put you where you need to be. But for now, if you don't have a CP, then think hard about when you felt great the last time, when you had confidence, when you had energy, when you didn't have the aches and pains, when your clothes fit well, when you had the clear head, when you had just tons of energy and just oozing with confidence, you could wear what you wanted. You didn't have, you didn't worry so much about your body. I can promise you, you can be there again. You really can start there. But make sure you're not telling yourself, well, I'm going to go to 175 because that's where I know I can achieve. That's just about as good as I can get for myself. That's good if you want to make that a milestone weight, like a stepping stone, like, hey, I'm going to reward myself with a pedicure or something. But don't stop there. When you know in your heart that 135 was, and I'm just throwing these numbers out there, guys, just because I have to pick a number for the sake of making a point. If you know that 135 was where you felt the best and you wrote down 175, come on, don't do that to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Don't cut yourself short here. That's what you're doing. Go to where you felt good. Go to where you felt good. Even if you're 62 years old and the last time you felt good was 17 years old, still pick that weight. And let's work towards getting you down there. And if you're tired of fighting so hard, get a custom program. Let me do the legwork for you. Let me do all the calculations for you. Let me write the whole plan for you. Let me get that whole thing ironed out for you. All you do is follow what I write. There are other ways to do this. You can do it on your own. You absolutely can. Just like I write about on page 129 of my Code Red Revolution book. It doesn't have to be a struggle. It doesn't have to be something horrible and hard. And it, it doesn't. Just read that those four pages on page, starting on page 129. You can absolutely do this. That's where you should start when finding your goal weight. If you want to fine tune it, like I said, get a CP. Let me do the work for you. But if you're sitting here listening to me at 218 or 262 or 320, then start by thinking about a time you felt good. And if you're at 320 and you felt good at 250, Okay, like let's take this in small chunks if we have to, but just start making some sort of progress. A 10-pound takedown challenge is always the best place to start where you can dip your toe into the lifestyle. Just figure out if this is for you. Of course, we think the proper human diet is right for everybody, but you have to believe it too. 10poundtakedown.com. I'll link it up below. You guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Finding your goal weight 
I know is confusing, and I hope I was able to shed some light on this. And uh, I know a lot of you guys were hoping I would give you my proprietary formula. No, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not going to do that, but I gave you a great direction on where to go from here. Okay? You guys have a good one. Thanks so much for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you're a Code Red Rebel and you haven't already downloaded your free Code Red Lifestyle on-the-go guide, then now is your time to get a copy. This guide will teach you how to stay Code Red approved even with your crazy life schedule. To get a copy right now, all you need to do is open your podcast app, go to this episode show notes, and click the link to get your Code Red approved on-the-go guide. So I will see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.